I was ready. Yeah. I was ready. I was like, wait a minute. Cause at first I was turning down a little bit because the drink started hitting me. Girl, then the drink's I, been hitting me. Listen, pump it, pump. what? Yes. Hey. You know, I'm so glad we've been playing this like Chicago juke music and shit. It just yes. put me in the right headspace for the uh recording session. Yes, because you know we always gonna have something for y'all. Yes. Cause I mean, just it's just house music. It's, it's so much of it. House music is a vibe, yes. A whole motherfucking vibe. You know, that's my shit, too. When I'm at a, a party or something, they cut that house music on, I'd be like, yes. And you could always, the house heads, like, we always just be in the vibe together. I love oh, it. Oh, when the house music come on, everybody in the room yes. turns up, okay? You know, Chicago, how we do. How we do, but <laughs> well, welcome back. Welcome back, to y'all. To another week of the shenanigans. shenanigans. It's your girl, Sam. And it's your girl, Joy. And this is Let's Be Real. Boo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know how so, we do. So girl, we was out here in these streets. Girl, out here in these streets, intoxicated in these streets, okay? I was intoxicated drunk the whole Intoxicated in these COVID <laughs> streets. Like the whole trip. <laughs> when I tell you from the time I got off the plane. Girl. And we, the first stop. Was the liquor stuff, <laughs> and everyone purchased their liquor. We get to the air bees and bees, yeah, and starts. Where's the ice? Oh, it makes ice when the refrigerator make ice, it's on the mm-hmm. popping. We start drinking <laughs> immediately. I'm talking about, I have what before I had uh sent you a message, mm-hmm. I probably had about three drinks, girl. That is just so funny to me. <laughs> we was lit. I'm here for the whole turn up. Y'all look like y'all was having fun too in a little Marco Polo that you see me, girl. And then it's like every every time I'm talking about mm-hmm. like my trip, everyone's like, "Oh, how was your trip?" Like I had a blast. It's like I'm slowly remembering the things <laughs> I actually did because mm-hmm. that's how lit I was, girl. I had a lot of fun. You know, New Orleans is my city. When I'm there, uh, I just feel like I'm home. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? It's like the only other city for real outside of Chicago that I would want to live. Um, we had a damn good time. However, I was just not prepared for the crowd. It was so many people down there. Everyone and their mama been going to New Orleans. Everybody and their mama was there. It was worse than Miami. What? Yes. Oh, y'all tripping. Y'all is tripping. But it made for some good ass stories, though. Like, it was the craziest shit happening while we were there. Um, I told you we watched a whole nigga jump on somebody's car and ride on their car for like a block. Like, hitch the ride on the back of their car. It was the crazy, like, y'all out here wilding out. I would have been done, okay? <laughs> you hear me? Especially if I was lit, I would have been done yes. if I would have saw that. Girl, right on Decatur Street. But um, it was a good time. Uh, I want to go back. I definitely want to go back. Uh, I think we might go for Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, we were thinking about Halloween. But I got to see. Because nobody was wearing masks and shit. But I still, like, I didn't want to come home. That's how much fun. It was so many musicians out. It felt like like the city had come back to life. Like mm-hmm. it felt like pre-COVID. Like before the pandemic, that was the kind of energy that was in the air. I love New Orleans. We're supposed to be planning another girls trip to New Orleans. Yes, y'all should so. go. Yes, we was just like we're waiting on one person to get their <laughs> shit together so we can like pick a date, but yes. yes. I, you know I love me some New Orleans. Mhm. Yeah, you the girls tripper. I'm the vacationer. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely the girls tripper because we. Tur- when I tell you, we turned up so hard this weekend. Mm-hmm. Every day it was a struggle to get started. 
Because y'all went so hard the night before. <laughs> yes, but once we got started, and it's like everyone got a drink in it, it's like everyone took a shower. Mm-hmm. And it's like you wake up out of that, like, whoo, what did I do? Like, mm-hmm. damn, we went too hard. You take a shower, and then it's like, oh, shit, I feel good. Let me fix me a drink. <laughs> That's exactly how the day started every fucking day. You might drink some water when you first wake up, but you started the day with a drink. <laughs> When I tell you, I was so lit every day. That's what's up. I spent a lot of time outside, you know, definitely. It just felt You good. had good weather, though. You it had some good weather. good weather. Yeah. It was It was kind of chilly when we... It didn't get warm until the day I came mm. home. And it Damn, was, that was, sucks. Yeah, it was kind of chilly and raining, so the weather mm. kind of, like, sucked. But I was that was the only thing I wish could have been different, because mm. I was ready for the warm weather. I had the, I had the hood red outfits. Girl, you saw me in mine. It was hot as hell down there. I had my, my titties out. I was like, yes. I was pop out, Joy. I was like, you better come on and pop out. Come on. Y'all so. seen us on the YouTube. If you ain't seen the clips. Go get your life. On the YouTube, hilarious. You will see what we talking about. Go to the YouTube channel. Let's be real, boo podcast. Yes. And check out the clips, and you can see exactly what we was talking about, because we definitely... um, We had a lot of fun, though. (laughs) We were slapped. Slapped, okay? I was slapped early, every day. And and then that one day, I deleted a message I sent to you. She Mm -hmm. like, why you delete this message? Because, girl, when I looked at it, I couldn't even keep my eyes open. And I was like, she gonna really act like she didn't delete that message, like Marco Polo don't tell you. That a message I didn't was even deleted. know Marco Polo <laughs> yeah. was going to tell on my ass. I was like, it definitely did. I'm sitting in the car like, snitching ass Marco Polo. Because I was slapped in that video. That's too funny. I watched, I woke up that morning and I said, oh, she ain't seen You should have just left the footages, girl, because I, I would have died. At, look, I, like the left eye wouldn't open. I said, oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and you trying to talk. Girl, you look a crazy hot ass mess. But yes. Girl, it was a good time. Um, we had some crazy shit happen. I didn't even tell you this story. So, the last night, we take a long-ass Uber ride to go to this uh, restaurant. I want to say it was called, like, Neow's. Neow's, yes. They weren't taking no more people. They wasn't seating anybody. Oh. So, somebody came out and was like, oh, well, you can eat over here. It's the restaurant that was next door. Mm-hmm. It looked a little shady <laughs> from the outside. You know, it was like Neow's is real shiny. Mm-hmm. It got all the traffic, all the niggas yeah, going there. And the then this one looked it. crickets. It was like, you know. So he was like, well, it's popping on the inside, but we can seat you. We got you. We we got the the, the restaurants I connected. The, the ex-wife owned that one and the, the ex-husband owned this one. And it's all the same. We like, okay. We go in. Wasn't nobody in that motherfucker. <laughs> I thought you said it was popping in here, and it was. It's nobody was in that motherfucker. Nah, he said he had a seat for y'all. That's what he said, girl. So we go in there, and it's just the weirdest thing. Everything looked kind of dirty, and we like. So one of the girls we were with, she kept saying, "Y'all, I don't. We we don't need to eat here." Mm-hmm. So the other person's like, it's too late. Everything's going to be closed. No, nah, we're going to stay here. So she like, okay. So she kept making little comments. Why our waiter come out with a neck brace on? A what? A neck brace. Shut up. <laughs> so we all staring at him. He come up to the table. So you probably wondering, I broke my neck. <laughs> but you, and you still got your ass at work. Okay. You at work with this neck brace on. Do what you got to do, girl. Do what you got to do. So the cousin's still making comments like, y'all, I don't think we should eat here. You know. Mm-hmm. He started to tell us the story about how he broke his neck. I swear, it was the most dramatic shit. You would have heard violins playing. Out of nowhere, she go, 
Oh shit, that's a roach. Gets up and bolts the fuck out the door. A what? The cousin saw a roach on the wall, and the roach was as big as my fucking foot. It was ginormous, saying. Oh, hell no. So we all turn. The waiter goes, oh, shit, disappears. We didn't see him again for the rest of the night. Wait a minute. Yes. The nigga dipped out. Were y'all the only ones in this restaurant? No. It was like maybe maybe two other tables. Mm -hmm. So we go outside. Don't nobody come out and apologize. This whole shit happened. Everybody see it. We scream. Like, the whole thing was crazy. Another group comes out. This is the worst fucking meal I ever ate. Go and clean the fuck off. Crazy as shit. Saying it was like the worst experience. Did did y'all tell them y'all saw a roach? Where they discussed it? No, no, no. She told us this New Orleans, you're going to see rats and roaches everywhere. Oh, hell no. That's what they told us. Not in the restaurant. What the fuck you mean? Exactly. (laughs) That's where I shouldn't see a rat and a roach. It gets better. Y'all got me fucked up out here. Yes. (laughs) Wait a minute. No. That that was the response. That this is New Orleans. It's rats and and roaches everywhere. Hell no. Basically, what the fuck y'all crying for? It's New Orleans. Fuck you mean. (laughs) Listen, I don't give a goddamn. That's where I shouldn't see a rat or a roach. You feel me? So, we go outside, we trying to order an Uber. It's taking for fucking ever for the Uber to come. And now this other group comes out cussing everybody out. And was like, fuck this place, this the worst meal, the worst experience, as they walk into the car. So, the girl calls the Uber to figure out what happened. He was like, oh my bad, I had to go get my mama. What? Yeah. So, the Uber said it was on its way. Yeah, but the reason why they were delayed is because they had to go pick up their mom. like you know what we needed that seat it was five of us so she was like you know what don't even worry about it you can cancel it the mama was in the car with him to come and pick us up up. so he was just letting us know just giving you a heads up my mama in the car with me (laughs) i went went to go pick her up wait 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 okay wait so did he like get out the car and tell y'all or did he like on the phone (laughs) he called you she called him to find out where he was at. And that's what he said. My bad. I went and picked up my mama. My mama in the car with me. But I'm on my way. I'll be there soon. This is why I love. This is why I love niggas. Listen. So I'm like, I'm not mad. Like, get your check, boo. Listen. But like, the fuck? These niggas will give you an experience, okay? Wait. Oh, it gets better. So she tells him to cancel the Uber. Mm-hmm. Why him and the mama roll up in the Uber anyway and me mug us as they drive back? You mad. They was mad mad. You mad that not only did you stop and pick somebody <laughs> up, that but we then you get mad that I canceled it, but I needed that seat. But this shit was far out the way, so I think they was mad that they came all the way over here and we canceled the trip, but it wouldn't have been enough room for us in that motherfucking Uber anyway. So you canceled it and then they pulled up? Yes. To me, So why us. did you keep driving? Don't know. So they staring at us from the car like, the fuck? We like, well, damn. So any girl, it was just crazy. That is the funniest shit I have ever heard so in then, my life. Then Bay went and wrote the most the, the the most detailed Yelp review. Girl, she's a Yelp reviewer. She went the fuck in, and it was just the I highlight wanna, of the. Did they respond to the Yelp review? I don't know. You know, I'm gonna ask her to go check and see if they responded. That's what she needs to see. I want to see what they said. They probably didn't respond to that shit. I want to see the other reviews Girl. on Yelp about this place. And the whole time, Shorty was trying to tell us. 
we don't need to eat here, y'all. It wasn't until we saw the fucking roach that we were like, you right? <laughs> See, y'all gotta start, stop doubting your friends, stop okay? Stop doubting your friends. Listen to your friend the first time. If it's someone that's got a bad vibe, listen. Listen. I'm listening to your vibe. You ain't got to worry about me. Okay. I'm not finna second guess you. Because you know what? You probably saved all of our lives. Because what if y'all would've sat there and ate that fucking you feel food me? and everyone got sick? I mean, and it was a ginormous, and then ginormous roach. And then when the nigga was like, Oh shit. Then the waiter leaves <laughs> and the motherfucker don't come back. See? With no. the neck brace. After he with told the us neck the, brace. Yes, after he told us the How he bringing y'all food with a neck brace? You know, he was working that uh restaurant though. <laughs> I give him props to continue he working. He was probably trying to get disability yes. or some shit. But I done derailed us enough. I just had to tell okay. you that crazy ass story. That shit was funny. So <laughs> we're gonna get into our first segment of our the day, um, the evening. Yes, let's be real. Our let's be real segment. Um, we talking about workplace romance. Yes, workplace romance. Have you experienced workplace romance? No, I've never worked with nobody attractive. Mm. I don't know this life. Everybody just has not been anybody I would even let me see. Have I talked to? See, I have to think about it. Have I worked with any? Okay, so like if we go back to my younger days, mm-hmm. I worked with people that I used to like flirt with, but you know, I'm a flirt anyway, so that mm-hmm. don't really mean, yeah. Well, like, you know, I'm a flirt, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't even know the words. You know, I don't know the words. Shit. Um, so that kind of really don't count because I flirt with mm. anybody, but. I haven't experienced workplace romance, but I mean... I've seen the messiness of that shit, though. I haven't seen the messiness. Of, I've just seen the wonderfulness of that workplace romance. Like, I'd be like, you lucky motherfucker. I've heard the stories like, for real, that's like what they Like fucking on the lunch break and stuff. Yeah, that's the, I think that's what it is, is the fucking on the lunch break. Like, you lucky... That seems nice. You lucky bastard. You know, I do want that energy, though, where I have like... Well, I've had that. Where I've had an office and then like Bea come... Not in my current not- workplace, in case any of y'all listening. I'm not talking about y'all. <laughs> you, gotta but, sure you, disclaimer. you gotta make sure you say that in advance. But like- I've definitely uh, had some sex in my office on my lunch break. Really? Yeah, it's nice. No. Um, have I? I have gone home on my lunch break to get sex. It's not the same. It's gotta but be in the office. Yeah, but that's not the same. So, But I've heard <laughs> other people's stories, and I just be jealous. Like, you, you lucky bastard. Girl... Now that I'm, so one, so I work at education. So one of the schools that I used to work at, it was so many couples. Like everybody was either they either used to date, married to somebody that worked on campus, mm-hmm. and so that used to become annoying because like everybody knew each other and they was coupled up and it became real clicky and shit like that. So um, I, I personally, I don't like when it's like a whole bunch of relationships and shit like that in the workplace. And then you can always tell when motherfuckers got into it at home. Despite mm. how how hard they try, that shit always spill over at work. You know what? I have worked with a few couples, and I've never really seen, unless I'm close with the couple, mm. I could be like, "Oh, they get on your nerves," and it'd be like, "Yeah." But I've never really seen that with a couple because I work with a few couples. Mm-hmm. I've never really seen that with them in the office. Mm. But then again, I also mind my business a lot. So I don't be knowing half the shit that's going on when it's going on because apparently it'd be some fucking going on. Girl. And I don't find out until after the fact. I'd be like, you lying. <laughs> but he's married. Oh. oh. Oh, but he's... It don't matter. It is some fucking going on. That's why I'd be like, oh, y'all out here wilding. You know, I keep... I play my... What is it? Play my cards close to my... 
my chest. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't gonna be knowing. I'm so private. Because Mm-mm. then that's how you work. You your shit get blown up. Yep. Yep. Cause you're out here running your mouth. But then again, sometimes it's like you'll see, even if you not. I know at my job, and I'm finna say it because y'all messy as hell. If people hang out for a long period mm. of time, they'll think they'll start dating that they're dating. Yep. I've seen that. So even one guy told me this. And he was like, Oh, because you used to hang out with her all the time. Like, y'all went to lunch together every day. I thought y'all was messing around. Mm. Like, I can't even. I'm gay and she's gay. So I guess of instantly the hetero is like, they're fucking. First of all, get about my business. Right. You don't know like, what's going that was on over my here. friend. I used to always come and tell her all my business. You know, yeah. that, that, that's my friend. What do you mean? I can't have a friend. You know, because we aren't really gossipers. I don't, the way that other people sit and talk about other people and what they doing and who they fucking, I don't have the energy for that shit. I don't, I just be trying to figure out how do y'all even get this information? Girl, that part, people, no, people really do be loose at the lips. <laughs> Anytime you be like, let me tell you something, but don't say nothing. Just know they told at least two other people. Mm-hmm. And if you tell them something about your shit, they gonna tell your yes. shit too. <laughs> Motherfuckers in the workplace do not keep secrets. I would tell <laughs> the only time I would tell you something about my life is I really don't care if you go tell somebody else because I know you mm-hmm. are. You know, so I really don't. Mm-hmm. I, I won't care, but it, people really do just be sitting there gossiping about their coworkers, though. Now I have a work wife. I don't have a work place. I don't have a work romance, but I do have a work wife, and she's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Like, just little things. Because, you know, we're friends. We talk shit. We share videos and stuff like that. Or, you know, if she goes to the cafeteria, she brings some gummy bears. <laughs> well, I'm like, by that definition, I got a lot of work wives then. <laughs> yeah, I have a work wife. But it's not like a workplace romance. Yeah, I've never, like I said, I've never been attracted to anybody that I've worked with. Um, but, like, the workplace that I work now, like, we are so close. Mm-hmm. Um, I legit, like, I'm really close with my coworkers. So that's what I mean. Like, if... I go out to lunch and like, oh, you want me to pick you up something Mm -hmm. or like go get candy and things like that. And, you know, I'm real thoughtful. I do cute shit in the office for my coworkers. Yeah. I think it's like when you have your group of friends, like Mm -hmm. Christmas and stuff like that, we still do nice things. And even during the pandemic, like I still am in contact with my work best friend. You know, Mm -hmm. I got my work best friend and my work wife and I'm the only two motherfuckers that I legit talk to. See, you make work wife sound so wholesome. But that's not what I be knowing of with the work wife shit. It be motherfuckers that for real get mad when the real wife or the real husband come to work. That means it's, <laughs> it's that something means going on. It's more than a work wife. Okay. You feel me? There's some got, feelings there. Yeah, there is something extra there. If it's just a work wife, then y'all really just cool, like homies. But if that means it's so, if it's something more than that, mm-hmm. that means something going on. <laughs> So, yeah, I've seen uh, that work wife shit look like real wife shit. And uh, <laughs> then when the real wife come up here now, everybody looking confused. Like, oh, wait. And motherfuckers be jealous like the real wife's here. I've seen. Mm-hmm. So you make, you make this work wife shit sound real wholesome. But I've seen it look otherwise. Y'all got to stop acting. <laughs> y'all got to stop acting so damn jealous in, in public when you decide shit. Like, that goes back to the, our Play, side. You know your role. Our side chick conversation. <laughs> you better know your role and play your position. Start act, Stop acting like it's something that it's not. Yeah, especially if you choosing to play that role. Take some ownership of that it. Part, you complicit in being the side chick yeah, now. Accountability. Yes. <laughs> if you ain't number two, stop being number two, boo. Get you somebody who's going to make you number one. Unless you enjoy being number two. That's And great. then own that shit. You can't be right. out here jealous, though. You know you ain't number one. 
Shit, I I could be a number two. See, I don't know if I got that sister wife energy. Listen, that's Maybe. less shit that I have to do. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, we can share these share these chores. Absolutely, <laughs> we can share all of this shit, these emotions, all of this, whatever you want, whatever day you want to take. I definitely listen. But you know, I just have that kind of energy. I know. know, I know, I can see you, boo. I just don't. I don't think I got the sister wife. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'll be like, girl, all right, I'm off today. <laughs> <laughs> what is y'all calling me for? I am off today. Like, I definitely can have that energy. Like, I told you, you got Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. <laughs> like, I could be that girl. Girl. Mm-hmm. I keep telling y'all, I got to play y'all role. Stop acting mad when, yes. when the work wife come in. Big facts. But yeah, um, I know workplace romances are common. I get, maybe too, it might depend on the industry. Cause like I said, I work in education. I know shit get messy with teachers though. Like I've I heard it. shit get messy with like doctors and nurses. I wish I yeah. was. I wish I was in that field. Like I want to talk to my nurse friends. Like and in the military, them deployments. Ooh, the stuff. military. You yeah. are, listen, cause they some hoes anyway. Some Everybody. Friends. First of all, I got some family members. <laughs> A lot of them is in the military. Look, we pro ho too. I don't want y'all to mistake us. Oh yeah, we pro ho. All my cousins is hoes. And yeah, <laughs> I'ma say it. I mean <laughs> on my on I mean on a certain side yeah. of the family. Cause then they ain't gonna know <laughs> on a certain side of the family. Not all the cousins, it's just one side. <laughs> the boys, all the boys are like class A mm-hmm. hoes. I'm and I just love it because it's so smooth. They just so <laughs> smooth with their shit. And they get it from their dad, but they always in the military. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you know, I just just be transparent with people because you'd be surprised what people would be into and be down to do. Nah, not the motherfuckers that they was married to. Yeah, but it's so many poly uh, amorous like relationships and stuff popping mm-hmm. up, and people considering it, or you know the sister wife thing. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean, like you know, closed mouths don't get fed. That's true. That is true. I guess. Yeah. Because Polly is definitely, it's getting more um, acceptable to me. Yeah, visibility. Yes, than it used to get before. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, everyone can't handle that shit, but I act crazy. Yes. But y'all know we go on tangents. I know we're talking about workplace romances. All the time. (laughs) So we want to know if you got some workplace romances. Yes. You smashed to the co workers. I definitely want to know that shit. Y'all be acting like y'all don't want to tell us. You can be anonymous. We're not going to put y'all business out there, but we're going to talk about it, though. I sure am going to talk about it. <laughs> yes. Like, um, have you ever had to go through a breakup with somebody you work with? How Ooh. was that? Someone got to find a new job. <laughs> oh, you you like, bitches, either you or me. <laughs> we listen, both can't work here no more. <laughs> I don't want to, like, listen, you got to get out of my space. Like, I, mm. if, I, if I am trying to separate myself, then I need that space. Yeah away from you that's why i don't do the workplace romance i'm not finna fuck where i make my money at i don't know i just i'm straight yeah i don't know it's kind of like up in the air with me (laughs) and maybe i'm just like i said i haven't met anybody or come across people that i'm like ah yeah not in my current industry i'd be like and then and that's another thing like so a couple of the guys that i talk to like every girl that comes in there they want to ask me if i think she cute <laughs> like, you think she cute? Like, no. So I never like 
are they asking, thinking like you're gonna think they're attractive, or they just want to know your opinion because they think she's attractive too? I, I don't know. Like, are they like you wanted the bros now? Is that what that is? I don't know. Because things I'm attracted to and things you're attracted to are definitely two completely different things. I'm not attracted to the lashes and mm-hmm. the weaves and the short skirts and. You know, I'm not attracted to the things you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. So she ain't coming in there with style and, you know, come, now there, okay. That's, <laughs> I had to think about it. There was one. <laughs> there was one who came in and I was like, <clears throat> oh, she, um, she kind of flat. And I'm, I'm just going to set the picture up. Mm-hmm. She played, uh, she, for a period of time, she played professional women's basketball. Oh, understood. So she already came here tall as shit. Yep. In fucking suits. Athletic body. body. Yeah. Fly ass shoes. Um, Had a press. Like, not not no locks. Like, hair long as fuck. Silky straight. Fly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fly as fuck. You hear me? And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, she's fine. And then all the other gay people, I'm like, did you see her? Yeah, I saw her. (laughs) She bad as hell. At least I know I'm not the only one. It's not like everyone was like girl crushing over her. All I heard was all the gays got locks. So <laughs> <laughs> having this press, I'm like, what? She had a press? Right. You already know she had a press. I and feel that, like everybody that's gay now got locks. Especially, and especially when she come with, and I used to call it like the classic basketball ponytail. Yeah. You know how they slick that shit back into a low ponytail mm-hmm. when they get ready to play ball. I was like, oh, she came in here extra fly today when it's like a, a casual day. And she had, I was like, oh, okay. Fly. Wow. She was definitely fly. Yeah, no, no, no flyness like that I've encountered. In my but, life. and it was like all the guys were on her. Mm. Was she gay? Yeah, of course. Girl, yeah. So that, so sometimes I think that dudes be asking because they low-key fantasizing about you and the girl together. Mm. <laughs> Like, you got to talk to her. We got to sit down and have lunch together. Because once they found out that she played, like, pro ball, mm-hmm. she only played for, like, a year, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Every, all the guys were, like, on her, like, white on rice, girl. Interesting. It was crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, she was probably the flyest thing that I've ever seen walk into, like, any workplace that mm-hmm. I've had. I will give her that. At first, I was like, ain't nobody. It was that one. Mm-hmm. And then my homegirl, because you know how small the community is. So damn small. Everybody know everybody. My homegirl knew her mm. and was like, oh, yeah, that's my girl's fiance. Not oh. only do you know the bitch. Oh, she's engaged. <laughs> Not anymore, though. You know that shit don't never work out. In the game. <laughs> Motherfuckers do be breaking up left and right. I was just like, damn. And you know, I'm always the person to be like, when they get married, girl, nah. Never even happened. <laughs> you be like, damn. Oh, fuck. But, yeah. <laughs> girl, I know so many, uh, what is it, near misses? Motherfuckers <laughs> that was uh, scheduled to get married. And never hey, quite. <laughs> I'm just happy y'all saved money and you didn't have to, like, pay for no. a divorce. Could you imagine paying thousands? Thousands of dollars on a wedding and then just to be divorced? Crazy as fuck. Can you ask your friends for a refund? For your stuff? Friends? Think about how much money you spent on that goddamn wedding. <laughs> Shit, I'd be mad as fuck. All that money you spent on the girl. Go all to... this money on dresses and stuff and then y'all got divorced. Just go to the courthouse, y'all. <laughs> Take some cute pictures. Big facts. <laughs> Let me see. Have a destination wedding and throw a big ass party back home. Call it a day. <laughs> 
So we, but yeah, uh, hit us up because you know how we do. Hit us up, let us know. Email us. Y'all got some workplace dramas. We want to know workplace dramas, workplace romance. That's yes. That's the. uh, But I especially want to hear some of the uh, messy shit. Like, you know, if you was dating more than one girl in the workplace, how did that work out for you? I know someone who did that. Oh, I keep forgetting. Did they it's know the, about each the other? So, um, and it was a guy, too. Mm. So, yes, apparently. Now, he had got dummy. You big dummy. <laughs> he had got his current girlfriend a job there. And <laughs> someone that he just used to smash. Also worked there? Wo- also worked there. Oh. Now he has left the company mm-hmm. and found a better job. But these two bitches is still here at oh. my job. When I tell you, <laughs> and I wasn't even there that day, but I heard someone said something to someone. Mm. And the next thing you know, that girl quit. Damn, really? So I don't know. If she found out something. The current girlfriend, I don't know. If she found out something. I forgot what the whole story was because this is my homie. So I went texting him and all he could say was like, man, I fucked up. And I said, <laughs> I said what in your rabbit ass mind thought that that shit was going to work? Wow. That's once again, this is why I don't do workplace romances. Shit like this. That shit was funny. Girl. I'm just happy mm. it wasn't me. <laughs> so y'all hit us up on the Let's Be Real podcast at yes. Gmail or our IG. You know, we got y'all all can our, DM us too. Yeah, we got all our stuff on our IG. We mm-hmm. got our email, our PO box, you know. You Send us some out. letters, respond. Let yeah. us know your stories. That part. So we're gonna get into our next segment. Yes. So we are shouting out Danny Janae. Yes, for our lesbian bossy. Let Lesby me tell bossy. You. She is a journalist and a poet. This this woman, okay, yes, has this um, series called Anatomy of a Mango. It's so relatable, y'all. I I got emotional reading it. I was so glued. And listen, I I I read, but I'm not mm-hmm. someone who you have to really catch my attention, or else I will get sleepy. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't like to read. I just get comfortable and get sleepy. I was so glued to the story, and I've only read the first part. It's a four-part series. Uh, four-part series. It's mm-hmm. on Auto sh- Auto Straddle. So y'all go to Auto Straddle and y'all type in Danny D A N I Janae. She's also on. <laughs> she's also on IG. Her IG handle is Bell dot Okay, <laughs> we love it, boo. D A H O E. Okay, or you can find yes. her as Danny Janae on IG as well. Yes. Also, every Wednesday, y'all, we share all of our lesbian bossy boos onto our story, and we add them so y'all can catch our les- yes. uh, lesbian bosses if you're looking for them. Yes. Check but our highlights. Y'all gotta read this series. So it's basically about being a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Being um a big girl too, mm-hmm. having sex, yes, in that realm of opening up, and you know some of it you can't you can you can relate to this. Yes, like it was I know very I can relatable relate to, to this. me, especially the experiences she had with her mother. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I I haven't had those experiences, mm-hmm. but to read that mm-hmm. is kind of like damn. I would never want to put my kid through that. Yep. Like, I would never Agreed. want to, um, not to give the whole story away. Because we want y'all to go and read it. We want you to read it. But I would, like, she was just talking about how, you know, exploring herself and knowing mm-hmm. about her body was not a good thing in her house. Mm-hmm. I would never want to put that on my kid. It wasn't put on me. 
So my mom is very open. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted, that's one thing I can appreciate, definitely appreciate that my mom did. I would want to continue that cycle with my kid and be very open so she can know, like, this is your body. This is what the Girl, we love to see it. Yeah. We love to see it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Y'all check her out. It's so good. When I tell you, like, glued, and it's such an, a quick, like, the read, because you get so, mm-hmm. she draws you in. her The way that she tells stories. Um, it's very relatable. So I, please check it out, y'all. Please check her out. And this is just her four-part se- series. Mm-hmm. Of, she has other works on Auto Straddle too. Mm-hmm. So you just can find her by name, type her in, and, you know, check her out. I found her on TikTok. She just came across my page. The your your shit, TikTok stay lit. Let me tell you, my TikTok is awesome because the mm-hmm. people that come across my page, like, I just be really like, damn, you dope. I found... I'm not going because she's going to be another let's be bossy. Like I found so many dope ass individuals on TikTok mm-hmm. and she was just on my page like uh give me back to gay TikTok. <laughs> In case you don't know me, you know, I'm a gay writer. I said, "What? We love to see it." Say no more. I said, "Let, yes. let me go see what you what's what's she mm-hmm. about." Y'all check her out. Danny Janae, girl, keep doing your thing. We see you boo, we support you and thank you for, you know, saying what you're saying and sharing your words and your perspectives because it's definitely touching us yes and um, we appreciate your it's the talents. content we need we d- yes we appreciate you so we gonna get into our last segment of the day yes let's be booed up what we talking about joy girl sex on the first date <laughs> i'm all about that life Girl, <laughs> what did uh andre 3000 say like she just know what she want out of life or whatever you said some shit like that let me tell you something <laughs> let me tell you something all of these rules first of all who wrote these rules i'm too fucking grown okay because i mean if it's finna go down it's finna go down that part and if i'm drinking it's finna go down now unless there is no connection there at all i'm curving you mm-hmm like, but honestly, I'm not, I'm not doing all that 30 day rule and no. So I haven't done it often, but the thing is, I'm just very in control of me. And if I'm feeling like it, I'm going to be about it, you know? So I'm all for, if it's two consenting motherfuckers and you decide to have sex shit two hours into the date, that's, that's you, it's your body, your choice. I really don't um, get these like rules and limitations. And now, if that if that's your personal preference, like you like to wait 30, 60, 90 days before you have sex, do you, boo? Yeah, that's your thing. That's your thing. But what we ain't gonna do is judge motherfuckers who do have sex on the first date because right. it's your body. And, and this you know, is I'm my about decision. Life. My decision. And I wanted to have and sex. And if I wanna <laughs> pop it on a handstand, you feel me? I can't. Okay. Because <laughs> let me tell you. I remember back in the day, I used to be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. same. Maybe I should wait to the second date. So that was legit my thing. I would wait to maybe about the second date. I'm not even going to lie, y'all. 90% of the time, <laughs> I never made it to the second date because I know who I am as a person. As you should. You know, I just know that. Now, mm-hmm. some people... I have to, if you had to wait till the second date, I was just being, you know, I was trying to be a lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes like I, I feel people out, but sometimes I like I want to and I, I'll let myself indulge if that's the case. Like I said, I haven't done it often, but like I said, if I'm feeling like, OK, I'm down mm-hmm. for it, I'm down. Yeah. So, but yeah, sex on the first date is definitely something I can get with. 
girl, it's something that I have gotten with a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've just been like, well, that was nice. It, hey, it may keep you around. So that's my question. So that's a lot of people, the reason why they say they don't have sex on the first date is because they're not going to come back. Like, they're not going to talk to you. They're going to ghost you and shit like that. But I have yet to have that happen to me. Like, everybody I smashed on the first date, we ended up dating or, like, still talking. Yeah, I think I've ghosted people, but I don't think I've been ghosted. <laughs> I am not surprised, girl. <laughs> After that catfish and the ghost story, yep. So, um... If you trash and you boring, saying it's ghosting you. I hope ghosting you, know. <laughs> you, like, I'm definitely gonna ghost you and act like, uh, I don't know. Or if it's, like, messy, if mm-hmm. there's some messiness behind you, mm. um, I might take a few steps back just to, like, you know, let you do your thing. Yeah. A little too messy. But, um... Yeah, I definitely. Now, I remember I was going to smash on the first night. This was back when I was, it was this pretty boy. Mm-hmm. And he was like Puerto Rican and black. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he everyone thought he was fine. He was cute. But, you know, I'm not one that, I wasn't a woo-woo-woo kind of girl. Like, yeah, you're not color struck either. That's no. what a lot of people get. Yeah, a lot of people are. So, I'm not going to say a lot of people are, but some of these girls, they see a, oh, he Paul Rican. And I was like, whatever. So, this nigga just thought, because of how he looked, that then that's just what was happening. Got it. And I was like, nigga, first of all, your baby mama is popped. So, obviously, (laughs) it's not like you have, like, all these fine-ass girls in the back. Like, Mm -hmm. and secondly, no, no, thank you. This motherfucker got mad. He talked shit about me to everybody. Because People you don't have sex with him? Because I did not smash. What's... Girl, cue Beyonce, yes. <laughs> yes yes First time I say no. It's like I never say yes. Listen, he was, he was upset. And I just... I, and then, you know, I always have to check a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so you out here talking shit because I was... I didn't say anything like that. Wow. And you can't even Don't handle, back down. Right, you can't even handle the confrontation. I can't get with that. But yeah. I, I will say, I, I don't maybe it's him. my big per energy or what, but <laughs> literally every time I had sex on the first night, because it's with women, you know, they end up wanting to be back. Girl, they don't want to go nowhere. They coming back. They coming back. You know how y'all is. So, you know. Especially, <laughs> especially the girls, unless you like have reached a like an understanding. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, the girls is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And once they smash, I remember I dated one. And I used to always get, so every time we used to do something, it was, uh, you're the first person I've ever done this with. Girl, <laughs> shut You the ain't fuck. got a lot of me, Craig. Like, so you really finna lie, like, let's be you real. So you really finna lie to me. The way you suck toes, you gonna tell me that you didn't suck nobody else's toes before? <laughs> that I'm just the first one? Yeah, we know you lying. We know, I know you fucking lying. First of all, you lived in Atlanta for five years and you worked at an adult toy, adult toy shop. You know, y'all be out here just a selling girl's dreams. Like, you was you six the only feet one. tall with locks. Tall. I know you was a hot commodity. You was not gonna <laughs> tell me. Yeah, so, like, she kept doing all of that stuff, just making, you're the only one, whatever. Yeah, my thing, do you, you know, I, uh, if y'all gonna sleep on the first night or whatever, own it. Own it. Own it, own your sexuality, do you, 
Don't care if people gonna judge you. Yeah, you stop know. acting like you you making the person special. Uh, I don't normally do this, but <laughs> yes, you do. Because if you did it with me, you did it before. I don't care. <laughs> That's just how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Y'all don't have to lie about what y'all doing and what y'all got going on. You know, you know what you want out of life. <laughs> I know what I want out of life. So I mean, I'm just saying. Because mm-hmm. if you gonna act on, I mean, just just be about it. Just be about it. Yep. You know, um, I will say, like, whatever decision you make, as long as you can deal with the consequences. So that's how I always put things in perspective. If this motherfucker decided to ghost me, would I be cool? Mm-hmm. All right. And if the answer's like, bitch, you straight? All right. Well, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even be thinking like that. Girl, some people do not handle rejection well. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, I don't even be thinking like that. You know what I'm finna say? That's because I was, I had, I got some serious fuckboy energy. Yeah. Especially when I was out there in these streets. Like, it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I would want you to fuck up so I could go do what I want to do. Oh, that girl, that ain't me at all. When I tell you, I'm not even good <laughs> at separating emotions from sex. That's why I just stopped, like, mm. so I can't engage in certain things because I'm definitely the motherfucker that catch feelings. <laughs> I told it's you. It's all the time. <laughs> I really don't know how to have sex with people and then just dip. Like, oh girl. That is not something Where I Where did I get that from? Why am I like this? <laughs> don't question yourself. <laughs> Shit. Why am I like am I, I don't want to be feeling the feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try to act like I'm a, a thug. I'm really not, y'all. I'm soft as fuck. <laughs> it, it definitely depends. But if it's like, if it's a random, I could, that, you know, it's just a story to add to the collection. I hear you. Yeah, I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm not good with that stuff. Like I've learned. And like, don't y'all be judging me. <laughs> Ain't nobody judging you. I'm just saying. Shit, I want more of that energy. I'm the motherfucker that get get too attached. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I like I've literally just had to um, be more careful. That's why I had to stop being side chicks and shit. Cause I'm definitely the side chick that don't stay in her lane. That get jealous and shit, and See, then be wanting to be serious. And and I don't want to be side chick no more. Yes, for niggas like me. Yes, exactly. So I've learned that I don't have side chick energy. So literally, you just got to figure out who the fuck you are, own that shit, and then find your tribe and sit with them. And I've learned that is hilarious. <laughs> mhm. So if I sleep with you on the first night, I see some potential there. Mhm. You know. Um, I've learned that too. Like I give it up, but I see it's because I see that this could go from there. You know, it, it could build into something. I think I just saw the cognac girl, <laughs> <laughs> and the way <laughs> and the way the moonlight hit you, <laughs> girl. <laughs> it was on and popping. Okay? Yes, <laughs> but you know, um, that's I, I think that's my biggest takeaway. Be who you are. Be who you are. And own your sexuality. That's why. Go and read Danny Janae, y'all. This is what she talking about in her poetry and her writing and everything. That's why I said I was here for it. Like, okay, you better come on. Yes. Yes. I mean, there is something there for everyone to relate Mm -hmm. on. Everybody. And like I said, this was just the first part of her four-part series. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't even began to look at all of her other work, so... But everything we're talking about, I just keep thinking about something she wrote. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) That is it. So, Mm y'all let us know. What y'all think about sex on the first date? Are y'all down? Have y'all had negative experiences, positive experiences like me? Like I said, I haven't had nothing. Or if you really... If you had sex on the first night and then now you stuck with a clinger. Oh, a stage five... Yeah. The clingers. 
you gotta know it's like slope. if they a little crazy like just don't even do it because if you do do it that's like when you in the, those relationships and you're trying to like break away with that person so you stop having sex with them mm-hmm. and then y'all fuck around and have sex and then that motherfucker start acting crazy yes I had one of them. <laughs> and I was just like, damn. Because that motherfucker was begging me, like, well, you just give me some. So then I finally, like, give us some. And the next day, now this bitch is like, we about to get married or some shit. Like, Same. We, like, we've been arguing for the past three weeks. Fuck you mean? Girl, I had a whole ex. Like, we broke up. I moved out. I was in a new apartment. And I was like, like maybe like six months went by. And I was like, maybe I should fuck them again just to see, just to make sure. <laughs> you know, just, just to make sure. Let me just. Yeah. So I did it, and then afterwards I was like, "Yeah, you good." They started calling me every day, mm-hmm. thinking we were getting back together That's and all this stuff. Though. That's how. I, and I was like, you know what? You should never did that shit. <laughs> but, y'all, <laughs> but y'all, let us know how y'all feel about you know sex on the first date. Yes, let us know. Once again, so we about to close it out. We want to thank everyone for the love and the support. Uh, mm-hmm. Mo, you are our girl. Come on, number one, boo. You out here emailing us Look, and vibing with us. We love it. We love to see it. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone for checking in yes. and showing love. Like, it's just... Giving us Thirsty Thursday recipes. I see you. Come on with the Thirsty Thursday recipes. Y'all know I like to drink. I was like, oh, we going to try that that rendition. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> We appreciate Speaking it. Speaking of that, we definitely finna be at this uh, Rolling Pretty event. Ooh, yes. When is it? I forgot. We're going to be there, though. Yes. I have to look. I have the flyer saved. Okay. So, um, it's it's a 420 event. It's a 420 event. And it's all girls. Mm-hmm. In Chicago. Summertime shy. Yes. Y'all already know it's finna be lit. They already selling tickets off the motherfucking... I think yes. she said already 100 mm-hmm. people know about tickets. Listen, it's only 400 tickets. And she sold 100 tickets in, in two, three days. Yes, yeah, so if y'all trying to come kick it with us at this event, y'all better get y'all tickets now. Get your tickets cause and bring your blankets. We out in the park mm-hmm. kicking it. They said food trucks, all That's types of stuff. Oh, I, I wonder keep... if I could bring my hula hoop. Yeah, you could bring your hula hoop because it said bring a blanket so you can like sit up. Oh, I'm finna be. Girl, my mama want to come. Oh, yeah, we finna have fun. <laughs> I, I don't know. I might have to leave her at the house. No, everything know. that you're telling me about your mom, I feel like she's a whole mood that I want to experience. I don't know if I want everybody to experience it, but <laughs> if we all experience it, it's definitely going to go on the YouTube. Y'all, don't forget to check out our YouTube yes, channel. Yes, we're going to do more vlogging and putting content on there for y'all. Go ahead and subscribe. And, you know, as always, we love y'all. It's your girl, Sam. And it's your girl, Joy. And we out of here. Peace.